Back with us on the show is our old friend Pat Starr from State of the Texans. And we're at training camp day two. What are your early observations of uh, what you've seen? And obviously we've had a lot of stuff going on already. It's been pretty exciting. The big thing was DeAndre Hopkins. That was the, the, the big cog. And you know, as much as people want to say that doesn't throw focus off, but your entire team is expecting everybody to be here. DeAndre's not here. Luckily he showed up after the first half of practice. He was already in the building you know, yesterday, or these days are running together, but Sunday he was already in the building. So it didn't last long, but ultimately it was a show me. Uh, he wanted to show the, the Texans that, you know, this offense isn't as good without him, and it's true. It showed today the offense looked much better. Brock Osweiler had a target, and it kind of opens up other things. And DeAndre Hopkins changes the field, but I think that's the biggest story early. I'm paying so much attention to this offense because they have so much to accomplish in such a short amount of time to get ready for week one. This is the third time, and I don't think it's been discussed enough, but this is the third time in Bill O'Brien's three years that they're starting off from scratch with an entire new offense. Yes, uh, they were able to hit that learning curve a little quicker last year with Hoyer and Mallett. That didn't work because you're only as good as your quarterback. If you're not very good, that stuff catches up to you. Osweiler, to me, has a better... uh, skill set than those guys but moving forward I I just think that we'll see what happens but I think having Hopkins returned has put this offense at least on the right track early what should Texans fans level of panic be without Derek Newton now Dwayne Brown coming off of his injury you have two tackles with injury situations and we don't know when we're going to see those guys next you know the Derek Newton thing you know it's a hamstring they're going to be extra cautious with him I don't know how much camp he's going to need you know, his conditioning is probably going to be the big thing. But, you know, this is a guy that's been here since 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. So he knows what to expect. He knows what's what's expected of him. So this is a good time to me, in my opinion, for some of those rookie guys and those underproven guys at offensive tackle to get some work. And now with this happening and, and moving forward, uh, you know, you, we know who the starting offensive tackles are going to be when this is all said and done. But now it's just a matter of getting those – question marks who's going to play the best that'll help you with a better swing tackle we know Chris Clark is entrenched as their third offensive tackle so moving forward now I think this is a this is an opportunity for guys like Andrew McDonald uh, Kendall Lamb Chad Slade uh, Jeff Adams and 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 those types of guys to to prove that they're that fourth offensive tackle and opportunity is the best thing to do and the more they're able to put on tape the more the the better feel the Texans will have and they won't have to guess and Dwayne Brown is kind of a a question mark because we don't know when he's going to be back but Derek Newton it's a hamstring they're going to take time and they're going to take a little bit extra to make sure he's healthy you know we can see him back probably by the third preseason game and that's fine and that's kind of where we where, where the Texans probably want to see some of their veterans you want to make sure that they're healthy because the only thing that really matters is is when the regular season gets here. Two guys matter to this team. We've already talked about Brock Eisweiler, J.J. Watt, of course the other guy. And J.J. walking around looks not bad for a guy that just came off of surgery. Should the make you feel any better that you see J.J. Watt and he looks okay just walking around? I mean, it's not football, but this is right after surgery. To me, him walking around means very little. Back surgery for me or you is different, right? We can go sit at our desk and do what we need to, but we're talking about a a physical sport, a contact sport, a sport that that's what it is. I mean, we're, we're talking about a back surgery for a player that plays a physical part of the game. He gets double team, triple team. He's playing. This isn't a cornerback. This isn't a safety. But 
to me, I think the bigger concern is just his health. I mean, they got to get him healthy. They got to get him back. And uh, the longer it takes, the better. But him walking around means little to me until he's out on the field rehabbing, doing those things. It's just talk. One guy that everybody's going to be paying attention to as far as just what he can do for this offensive line is the center position with Martin. Tell me a little bit about what you want to see from him. And are you surprised this early on? He's, he's already in the starting lineup. Bill O'Brien, it seems like sometimes just out of principle, wouldn't have had a rookie in the starting lineup this early in camp. Well, he did the principal part during OTAs and, and uh, mandatory minicamp. He was rotating him and Tony Bergstrom out. But now it's time, right? I mean, that's what they drafted him for. They lost Ben Jones. They can't have a revolving door at the center position. They've got to have somebody that's comfortable with Brock Osweiler, someone that he could work with. So I think the quicker they can get Nick Martin into the fold, I mean, the guy's ready. I mean, he, he's much like Ben Jones. He's a guy that's coming out ready to go, ready to play, and you know what he's going to be. And it's just a matter of getting him stronger, getting caught up with the NFL game, making him understand. And he has some good guys next to him, Jeff Allen and Xavier Suofilo, as, as much as uh, negatives brought about Xavier Suofilo. He knows what they need to do. He knows this offense. And Jeff Allen, you know, he's one of the – top free agent guards that came out and he's played at a high level so he has good people around him and the center position is only as good as the the guys next to him and it's going to take the two guys next to Martin to help him out and I think it's probably the best thing that the Texans could have done is not wait around put Nick Martin into the lineup and just roll with it and so he can be your guy that is for the long-term future. A little bit under the radar a move that they made is not having the two-a-days anymore what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's going to be a thing that's going to help these guys down the road, maybe keep their legs a little bit more? Why did you think they, they made make a move like that? Well, I think they've always kind of done it like this. Last year they implemented it too where they kind of work hard in the morning and in the afternoon they just kind of cut it down. It's all about preserving. It's about getting your guys through camp in one piece and the less banging you can do on each other the better. To me, I think that it's a smart move. Bill O'Brien's known for taking care of his players. He's going to make you work hard what, for two hours out here in the heat, and after that it's going to be going. When pads come on, he's going to make them hit pretty good, and they're going to get some work with extra work with San Francisco and New Orleans, but this is about preserving his team and the less contact you can have and get them to the season in one piece, that, that really pays off. Injuries are worth about two to three wins a year, and, that, and that's the most important thing. Patrick Starr with State of the Texans, your podcast with Texans Cleaver. You guys got some good stuff on there. Tell me, tell me about some of the stuff uh, you've had out recently you've been talking about with Texans Cleaver about. Oh, you know, we had Jay Foreman in, a former Texan in not too long ago. We had some uh, sound bites from Larry Izzo, John Perry, all types of different things. I mean, we talk about everything Texans, the reality of things. We're not really rah-rah. I know a lot of people think that you cover the Texans, you got to be. We try to keep it pretty simple. We had a pretty... Uh, sobering conversation last week about J.J. Watt and what that back injury is. I mean, you can find us everywhere, just like you, iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff, Google Play, but you can find us. Just search State of the Texans, and, you know, you can head to the site, stateofthetexans.com. We're there, too. Thanks a bunch. Always a pleasure talking to you, Patrick. Appreciate it, Robert. For more interviews, subscribe to Houston Sports Talk on iTunes, or if you're an Android user, download our free Houston Sports Talk app in the Google Play Store. We're also available on Stitcher or the TuneIn app, and our website is HoustonSportsTalk.net.